Here we go. Welcome, welcome to the Victorious Life broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and I am so honored that you're going to be spending the next 30 minutes or so with me. Let me just make sure the lighting on this is proper. Okay, hopefully it is. Um, so anyway, I hope that, you know, this has been a really good week for you. You know, when I woke up this morning, the Lord put it on my heart, the topic of discouragement. You know, it, it's it's funny because last week, well, the last couple of weeks, and I see you guys jumping on, so welcome, welcome. So the last two weeks, we were talking about the subject of overcoming, right? Being an overcomer. There was a part, part one and then a part two. And so this morning, I just woke up with the word discouragement, right, on my mind. And I thought, okay, so I felt like it's discouragement that the Lord wanted me to talk about tonight. But so here's the thing. As soon as I woke up this morning, oh my gosh, within 10 minutes, I got a phone call and it was like I had to start putting out fires immediately. And I thought, oh my goodness, talk about, you know, feeling that sense of, you know, overwhelm. And, um, you know, it was a phone call that I had to deal with that, it just wasn't pleasant, you know, and it had nothing to do with anybody that I know personally. It was like some kind of car insurance type thing. And anyway, you know, when, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with someone and you just know that they're being shady, you know, and it was just not a pleasant experience. Ah! And so I just, you know, after the conversation and you know, calling the person out, but trying to do it gently, but just saying, you know what, this isn't right. You know, it isn't right, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I hung up and I just, I, I just started crying. Like I got a little bit emotional for just a few minutes, you know, just like, Lord, I don't understand this, but I trust you. You know, I'm telling you, discouragement happens to everyone, right? It happens to everyone, but the way that you get past it is just not to linger there. If you don't know what's going on, because I'm telling you, I was like, all right, so now I've got to do something different. And, you know, the Holy Spirit will show you, but he's not going to do it for you, right? I just knew that there was a blessing in disguise there. And I just, and, and so I just, you know, it was early in the morning and I thought, I'm going to enjoy my breakfast, collect my thoughts and, you know, just see how the Lord leads me on this. And it all worked out beautifully, better than I could have ever imagined. And needless to say, not with that company anymore. So, but the thing is, is right after it happened, it just seemed so unnecessary. You know what I mean? So I sat there thinking about it for a few minutes and it, and it made me upset and frustrated and, you know, even to the point of tears. And I thought, no, you know what? I'm going to just calm down, let me have, you know, breakfast and get my mind right. And then there was something else that came up. And so today was just a very busy day of just things that needed to get done, right? And 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 that happens. You know, even if you work, say, a nine-to-five job or you just have a lot going on in your day, you take care of kids, whatever it is, there's always things that come at us and we've got to deal with it and we've got to do the next thing, do the next thing, do the next thing. So... Anyway, the day ended up being really good. The morning was, you know, a little like hectic, but nevertheless stuff that needed to be, you know, dealt with. And it was. And so the Lord, you know, I thought, well, 
you know, I'd like to talk about the power of words, right? But the Holy Spirit, it was like, mm-mm, discouragement. And so I have been praying here, you know, in the Spirit and praying for about the last hour, maybe a little bit more. And the Holy Spirit was really showing me that so many of you are dealing with discouragement, discouragement in different areas of your life. You know, for some people it is it's work related for some it's health related for some it's um uh, uh what i say relationships work health i mean just different areas wow i just saw a lot of likes go across the page so i know that this is hitting home for many and i'm telling you as god is my witness okay from the holy spirit he doesn't and now a lot of hearts are flying the Lord doesn't want you to be discouraged. He doesn't want you to stay in that place. And so this is what you have to realize. You know, if the Holy Spirit is living on the inside of you, and if you've asked Jesus to come into your heart, be your Lord and Savior, he knows those who are his. He knows that you belong to him. The Holy Spirit is there to comfort you. I just want to remind you of this tonight. The Holy Spirit is called the comforter, right? Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. Um, we're going to send the comforter, right? My father, we're going to send the comforter who is exactly like me, Jesus said, right? The Holy Spirit, Galatians 4, 6 says, is the spirit of Jesus Christ. And I say this in a lot of my videos because I feel like this is something that we really need to get a hold of this. You know, we think, yeah, but, you know, Jesus was with the apostles and they could just talk to him and they could just, you know, he could just instruct them. We have the Holy Spirit and I'm telling you, if you be still and know that he is God, right? It says in his word, in the word of God, be still and know that I am God. And I'm telling you, after all that this morning, I had to be still and say, okay, Lord, Holy Spirit, show me. I promise you, oh, you've got to make the Holy Spirit your partner, your unseen partner in everything you do, right? He's your unseen partner, but man, he wants to instruct you and he wants to show you what to do. He wants to show you how to heal that relationship, you know? And, and listen, I know that some of you are saying, oh, it's past healing, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Listen, I'm not going to get into nitty gritties about, you know, if something, if someone's abusive. No, I don't believe that the Lord would have you to stay in a situation like that. But again, you've got to get your instructions from the Holy Spirit. And then you make sure that peace, peace is your umpire. In other words, you get your instructions. If you're really not sure if it's the Lord or not, you've got to look at your peace level. Do I have peace about this? To have peace about this. And even if you're not sure, but you're feeling like, okay, what's the alternative? Do you have peace about that? Right? And if it's like, no, you don't, then you need to come back and say, Holy Spirit, make it clear, you know, or confirm your word through a, a witness, a sign. I need peace. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit wants to help you more than you want, you know, more than you even can imagine, right? He wants to help you. He wants to be your partner. So, you know, I've got a couple of scriptures here about discouragement because I got to bring you the word, you know, and this is another thing. You want to make sure that 
it's so good to read the Word of God. Obviously, we want to be in the Word every day. You know, uh, the Gospels, you want to know what did Jesus say. But I also want to want you to keep in mind, for example, whenever Jesus spoke publicly, he spoke in parables. So when he says, you know, if your you know, hand causes you to sin, cut it off. If your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. There, he's speaking in parables, and you've got to understand who he was speaking to, okay? Yes, the Word of God is literal, but, but parables are, they're symbolic. But you, if you read the Word of God, you'll see that later on, he went to the disciples, or they came to him, and they said, what does this mean? And he explained things to them plainly, okay? So you've got to read the Word and know that, we live in the New Testament, which is after the resurrection of Jesus. So you've got so much that belongs to you as a joint heir with Jesus, right? He's given you um, authority over all the power of the devil. He's given you, you know, um, faith, have faith in God. So it's important to know the things that he said, but you also have to know who is he speaking to. And then for your own life, you want to start reading you know, in the book of Acts and on, the way that, that, that the Apostle Paul, you know, and, and then said that we need to live in the epistles, right? Acts, Corinthians, all that. This is where they're talking about you and me and how we are supposed to live our lives. So I'm just saying, if you're going through any kind of, you know, thing in your life, if you're going through, you know, major upsets in your relationships, I'm, you know, I'm talking about things that could make you be discouraged or that could really, because listen, the enemy, he's gonna throw thoughts at you all day long, all day long. You know, it could be a well-meaning person that comes and they just totally frustrated you or upset you with what they said, you know, and so you just have to, you have to keep your peace and say, mm, you know, and, and be quick to forgive. Don't hold things against people because then a root of bitterness will get in you. And the Bible says that a root, root of bitterness, it's like cancer and it dries the bones and it causes all kinds of health problems, right? You got to remember people, people are people, right? And if they don't know the word, they're not walking in the truth. You need to have the truth in you so that you can get past things quickly, like with this frustration this morning. And I know that someone is saying right now, maybe more than one person, but what if it's someone close to you? What if it's someone that's supposed to love you and take care of you, but they zing you with words? Well, guess what? They don't always know what they're doing. Did Peter betray Jesus? Oh my gosh, right? He said, well, I'll, I'll die with you, you know, for you, with you. I'll go with you to the point of death. And Jesus looked at him and said, Peter, you're going to deny me three times before the rooster crows. Whoa, right? But then what Jesus was so full of compassion and wisdom and understanding. How do you forgive someone that's hurt you? You've got to understand that they don't know what they're doing. That's how you can forgive them. They're not walking, you know, in the truth of the light of God's word. They, they don't even know how they're really supposed to behave. They're, they're walking by their five senses, right? Whatever, you know, whatever looks good, whatever feels good, whatever tastes good, whatever, that's what they live by. That's not how we who have the Holy Spirit, right? Jesus is our Lord. That's not 
how we're supposed to live. We're supposed to live by the faith of the Son of God that dwells, that lives in you, right? I know I'm, I feel like I'm covering a lot of stuff, but this is just the Holy Spirit speaking, you know, speaking through me. I'm just a vessel. I say, Lord, when I open my mouth, just fill it. And this message is going to resonate with those who it needs to touch. So I really, really feel like so many are struggling with discouragement about even health, finances, relationships, you know, all the different things. So what you need to do is you need to look at each area. What area are you personally struggling with or what could be better? Holy Spirit, show me what to do in this area. And if you pray in tongues, ooh, that's powerful. You want to start praying in the Spirit and just let the Holy Spirit show you. He will show you. You know, I mean, just for example, with, you know, just exercise, right? It's something I know I need to do every morning. And I have a total gym downstairs. I love it. And I feel like one day I'm going to be the poster child for, for the total gym. It is the most fabulous piece of equipment, like, ever, that I've ever owned, right? And I love the mini trampoline. But have I used it as much as I should? No. And I'm telling you, I get up in the morning and there's times the Holy Spirit's like, total gym. And I'm like, mm, okay, you're either going to obey or you're not going to obey. And the thing is, is it only hurts you if you don't. I did get on it today though. Hey, cause I was like, you know, I, I just, you have to pay attention to your conscience because that's where the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you from. I always say, pay attention to the I shoulds and the I shouldn'ts. Okay. You have a fight with your spouse, right? And, uh, you know, your husband, your wife, you have an argument with them. Well, you know, you don't want to keep things like that, right? Holy, even if it's their fault, they're totally in the wrong, you know, Holy Spirit, show me what to do right now. And if they're just, you know, coming at you like, you know, no, then, then you want to just say, you go in another room and just say, uh, in Jesus name, you know, I am not participating in that. And Holy Spirit just, you know, and, and you can say, what I, what I have done and said, you know, Satan, I command you to cease in your operations, you know, in my husband right now in Jesus' name. And I speak peace to our marriage, to our lives, you know, to, to us in Jesus' name. And you can do that. You know, listen, you have the Holy Spirit. You have authority over all the power of the devil, all of it, Okay. This is so important, even where sickness is concerned. I mean, I talk about this so much. I mean, so many of my videos are geared towards, you know, how to, how to um, get rid of sickness, how to, how to kill it, you know? I mean, I just, I went and, you know, uh, ministered to my, to my friend's mom, and I'm waiting for a praise report. I don't even believe she has cancer anymore. I was like, stage four, stage 25, I don't care. I have authority, and all I need is her agreement and to stay there. And I'm telling you, because Jesus, listen, if you think about, oh, here I go, healing, right? To healing. If you think about cancer, for example, it's a thing that grows. So apparently it's a living thing that grows, that spreads. Well, guess what? You have authority over it. Jesus had authority over it, right? Everything on this earth that creeps, crawls, grows, moves, you have authority over you have authority over it. 
You have authority over everything that's demonic. And if you look in the Gospels at the different things that Jesus cured, and many of those things were demonic, like the deaf, the dumb, you know, the, the mute spirit, the seizures, right? All the stuff, the spirit, spirit of infirmity, the lady who was bent over for 18 years, right? The woman with the issue of blood. Well, it was, the, the blood obviously was, I know it's gross, but was, you know, gushing and all that stuff. And she was very, very sick. She spent all her money on doctors and the word of God says she was no better. And she spent all the money that she had. But she said, if I just touch his garment, I know I'll be healed. Well, listen, you are a joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm going to come back to, you know, the discouragement. Oh, someone's saying, and not that I'm seeing a comment, but I know that some are saying right now, no, 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 stay on the cancer. So, okay. So, like I said, it is a growing thing, right? It's like this pathogen, this bad stuff that is it's growing. You kill it with your words. You command that thing to dry up and die at the roots in Jesus' mighty name. I'm telling you. And listen, if the person that has it is a believer, but they've been agreeing with the report of the doctor, then you know what? Have them repent for first for having agreed with the enemy regarding their sickness, you know, regarding with, because the power of agreement I'm telling you, the power of agreement is huge. And Jesus said in John 14, 30 and 31, I'm always going to say it. He said, read it in the Amplified. He said, the enemy has no power over me because I have nothing. No thing spells nothing because I have nothing in common with him. He said, and I'm always in full agreement with my father. So have them repent for having come into agreement first with, you know, with, um, with every spirit that opposes Jesus Christ and then take authority over that and your words being released it will it oh my gosh i'm telling you it will crush sickness it will crush disease you have authority read genesis 128 where god said that um god said that man had authority that we have authority over every creeping crawling insect bacteria germ like we have everything that creeps or crawls anything on this earth. Well, a bacteria or a germ creeps and crawls and moves and spreads and mm. you have authority over it. Um, you know what? In any event, okay, I went to healing for a while. Now let me come back to a discouragement real quick. So a couple of scriptures I want to give you. Deuteronomy 31.8. Now I know this is Old Testament, but I just want to tell you, you know, what, what is said here. The Lord himself will go before you he will be with you. He will not leave you or forget you. Jesus said, right, I'll never leave you or forsake you through the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit has sealed you. He will never leave. You know, I was listening to um, the gospel of, I think it was Mark yesterday, right? And, and um, now I'm on John, like I kind of been going through them again. But when Jesus was um, on the cross and when he said, and I never really understood this, but I feel like I got revelation on it yesterday. He said, Father, you know, he said, why have you forsaken me? Right? Because Jesus at that point had the sin of the world on him and the Lord had to separate himself, you know, from sin, right? God the Father. But here's the thing. 
because Jesus was forsaken in that moment because of all the sin, we would never be forsaken. Oh my gosh. It's like he died, but he's very much alive and well to give us everything that he had, right? Everything, you know, that, that the Lord, he's given us everything and he paid for it with every ounce of his blood, every ounce of his blood, right? The crown of thorns, the blood that was shed, right? And I believe, so you can have a sound mind. I mean, the Lord, it's not just a sound mind though, sound body. You know, everything that Jesus had belongs to you and me. Everything, he, he gave it to us. So that's why I say that when you think about your life and where you're supposed to start from and how you're supposed to live, start, you know, read the book of Acts and, you know, going forward, Corinthians, Romans, you know, all that, because that tells us how, you know, we're supposed to live. You know, and in the book of 2 Timothy, Paul's writing to Timothy and he says, tell the people, put away, put away all foolish arguments and, you know, just stuff that causes division. You know, and even, you know, I had a Facebook post recently about um, people are quick to slander other believers who are even preaching the truth of God's word because they maybe don't agree with it or they're mincing words. You know what? Don't do that. We need to be in unity in the body of Christ. We need to, you know, fellowship. Listen, if somebody is a false teacher and they're just blatantly false and someone that you care about is listening to that, listen, you don't slander publicly, but you can take that person aside and say, hey, listen, you know, um, you know, why do you think this person is, you know, the right uh, one to listen to? Listen to their heart first. And then you come with truth from God's word and, you know, they can be exposed that way, you know. So I just, uh, okay, let me read another scripture to you. Is that okay? Okay, Second Samuel eleven twenty five. David also said to his son Solomon, be strong and brave and do the work. Don't be afraid or discouraged because the Lord God, my God, is with you. He will not fail you or leave you until all the work for the temple is finished. So this was, you know, they didn't even have the Holy Spirit, you know, on them at that time, except that the Holy Spirit would come on some of the prophets. But, but David, uh, you know, the Lord was with David and the Lord was with Solomon. And, um, the Bible says that John the Baptist is the only person who had the Holy Spirit in him from his mother's womb. The Holy, John the Baptist had the Holy Spirit his whole life. And you know, what's funny. I never even realized that before until I was listening. So it's so important not just to read, but also listen to the Word of God on audio if you can, because it's uh, it's such a blessing. You pick things up and you're like, oh, wait, let me go look that up. And sure enough, there it is. And you're like, oh, that is so good. And you know, when you hear things over and over and over, you read, you listen, you listen. How does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. So you're going to either have faith in the Word of God you know, and, and I'm just saying, Lord, fill me with your word to overflowing where it just oozes out. You know, it's so funny because honestly, it's hard for me to be around people and not talk about Jesus. He's coming out one way or another, right? So second Corinthians seven, six new Testament, but God who encourages those who are discouraged encouraged us by the arrival of Titus. This was just, um, you know what Paul was saying, but God encourages 
the discouraged. So again, the whole key is, you know, be still, know that he is God and make the Holy Spirit your unseen partner, like moment by moment, you know, in your day, moment by moment. And then um, John 14, 26, but the comforter, oh, I love this scripture. It says right here, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, right? Or the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. Jesus was talking to the disciples before he went to the cross saying this. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. So guess what? The Holy Spirit, I mean, when you listen to the Word of God and listen to the Word of God and read the Word of God, the Holy Spirit is going to help you to remember the Word of God, especially in times of, you know, discouragement. Like, I literally this morning, I'm like, okay, Lord, you always cause me to triumph, right? I actually said that this morning. You always cause me to triumph. And say it out of your mouth because your words give life to things, right? So you want to say it out of your mouth. And so... Let me just see something. Oh, I thought I printed out some of the other ones. Well, anyway, make sure that you read John 14, 11, 12, 16, and 18 because they're all more verses about the Lord not leaving you comfortless, right? He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. So if I just want to say, if you haven't, I'm sure most of you on this broadcast have made, you know, Jesus is the Lord of your life. And here's another thing. A lot of people call Jesus their Savior, but how many call him Lord? Because if he's really the Lord of your life, he's going to be, you're going to let him be the Lord of your life in every area of your life, right? Like I'm saying, okay, Lord, I'm repent for being disobedient about the exercise, right? Because I need to get on it. I've got a lot of things to do for the Lord. I know there's going to be a lot of, you know, travel next year, ministering, you know, healing conferences. The, Lord, the Holy Spirit's already showing me this. And so I have to keep up, you know, not just with nutrition, but with um, getting the body strong as well. Listen, I, I know that this is why the Lord had me start with becoming a health coach, back in 2005, right? When I went to nutrition school, graduated in 2006. And so was, you know, coaching in health and nutrition for, for a long time. But mm, he had me start there because for a while, you know, when you're learning all that stuff, you think that's the end all be all. Oh, no, it isn't. That is a part. Because let me tell you something, you know, when someone's got a demon, there's no health or nutrition that's going to take care of that ain't going to happen. You need the spirit of God. You need the word of God. Someone has cancer. Yes. Nutrition can help. It can help. But you know what? If that's a demonic spirit, which I believe, listen, sickness is not from God, but the word of God can kill that thing. The word of God can kill that thing. And then nutrition, you know, make the body strong. I'm just saying, I know, I, I believe with all my heart, I know that that's why the Lord had me start there. Because having, you know, worked in that field for a long time, I'm here to tell you that it profits a little bit, you know, but, but for, for people to say, oh, this is the end all be all. No, it isn't. The word of God in Proverbs 
Proverbs 4.22 says, The word of God is life to those that find them. To those who find what? The word of God. And health to all their flesh. Mm. Because you know what? Nutrition might be able to help the body. But yeah, it can help your mood. But it's not going to help you get your thoughts right. Just saying, right? Mm. So anyway... We're out of time, but I really hope that this has been a blessing to you tonight. Make sure that you like the page if you haven't already, and you can hit like and follow, not just follow, but like Facebook pays attention to the likes, you know, on the page. And also, um, you know, it, I would ask you to share it. If this has been a blessing to you, definitely share it so we can advance the kingdom of God together. The more the word gets out there, the word of truth, the more lives are going to be impacted. And you never know who's watching your stuff, you know? So it's a real blessing. It's a real blessing to have you here. And if you've never, you know, asked Jesus to come in and be your Lord and Savior, you know, then you can do that right now. Just pray with me and say, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, I ask you, Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I know that God the Father raised you on the third day, and you are alive now, and you live forevermore. Take my life and make it what you want it to be. I give myself to you. Teach me your ways. Thank you, Lord, and baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Welcome to the family of God. We are totally out of time, but thank you for joining me on the broadcast, and I will see you again really soon. All right, God bless you. Take care. And feel free to comment and let me know what you took away from this. All right, God bless you. Have a great night. Bye-bye.